Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30 minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as periodic standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 202. It's sick right now, so apologize for the voice. Hopefully it holds up. Starting off with security news, Capital One has removed its CISO as a result of the recent data breach. Uh, he is actually still at the company doing security-related work, though. Just uh, has been replaced as the CISO. DHS will soon have biometric data on around 260 million people. A number of Twitter employees have been arrested for spying on political opponents in Saudi Arabia. Those are political opponents of Saudi Arabia. Two of the guys were Saudi citizens and one was a U.S. citizen. And the incident shows how serious insider threat can actually be. It's also going to raise the obvious and uncomfortable issue of profiling versus privacy, i.e. whether certain types of employees are more at risk for certain types of external influence. The way I like to think of this is like threat modeling. So if you have someone like Saudi Arabia and you have a vulnerable population, which are like dissidents inside of Saudi Arabia, and you have this mechanism, which is Twitter, which can de-anonymize people, and then you have employees that are at Twitter, that employee now becomes this super critical attack surface. And to ignore the fact that certain types of employee in that position are more at risk than others, or, or represent more risk than others is foolish. But it also implies profiling. So we obviously do, we don't want profiling um, in the negative sense of the word. And we don't want, you know, just complete foolishness and uh, pretending reality is, is not real. So what are we going to do, right? We are in a mode where privacy is, is, is massively important. And we want to minimize any sort of, you know, uh, prejudice against certain types of employees who want to work at a place. Um, But when you have a bunch of applications for, you know, people from China, people from Saudi Arabia, and suddenly they're very interested in working at Twitter and, you know, eventually getting access to data for dissidents in that location, it's not a great situation. Baltimore is about to purchase 20 million in cyber insurance, which will cost them about a million in premiums and have a $1 million deductible. Really hope the policy doesn't have exceptions for things like malware, phishing, hacking, and breaches. Turns out lawyers are hackers too. Adobe, the New York Times, and Twitter have created a content authenticity initiative to try to combat fake digital media. Really glad someone was working on that. Airbnb is doing a full review of every listing on their platform after a deadly recent attack. And the CEO says they'll be done with the assessment by the end of 2020. China is selling lethal autonomous weapons to the Middle East. Google is partnering with ESET, Lookout, and Symperium to help police malware in their Play Store. The Talk to Transformer online tool created by OpenAI team 
was released a few months ago. It was actually nerfed because they said it was too dangerous to release in its full, you know, Super Saiyan form. Um, it basically takes any text you enter <clears throat> and uses an AI to create a believable fake news story around it. And uh, they just released the full version because they said they didn't see any evidence of anyone misusing it, which I think is fine because there's not, you know, any big elections or anything coming up soon. A shady New York-based company called Aventura has been busted for selling Chinese goods to the U.S. military as made in America. Turns out someone in the Air Force noticed Chinese characters on the screens of their body cameras and raised the alarm. <laughs> that seems like an easy thing to fix, unless you're lazy and stupid and greedy. Companies. Symantec Security is now Norton LifeLock. That's really what this has come to. The LifeLock service is the all that remains of semantic security. It's a strange world. Immersive Labs raises $40 million to train people in cybersecurity using gamification. Technology news. The Pentagon has published guidelines for how the military can use AI. Uber is growing, but they just posted a $1.2 billion loss. I just want to be in the room where... Someone's describing $1.2 billion in loss, and they're like, no, no, it's, you know, I, yeah, that's bad, but it's happening. It's coming. It's going to be soon. Yeah, you just wait. It's going to be awesome. Seems like more and more of a bet. Google will likely kill Fitbit, but to be fair, they were already dying. And Xerox is evidently talking about buying HP. I heard Xerox, HP, and buy, and automatically assumed HP was buying Xerox. Also, today I learned that Xerox is still a company and that they have $27 billion. Human news. China has set new rules for people younger than 18, which is 90 minutes on weekdays, three hours on weekends, holidays, and no gaming after 10 p.m. So yeah, these are new rules for young gamers, basically. A number of companies are starting to experiment with four-day work weeks, and some are seeing it as a way to transition to a post-automation world where there's less for people to do. Evidently, the best reason to do it right now, though, is actually to increase productivity, not to reduce it. A South Korean company is offering funerals for the living as a mechanism for self-awareness and improvement. You basically lay in a coffin, and you hear people talk about your life. and. Uh, Evidently, it has quite an impact and makes people want to change. I think it's a really cool idea. Uber's doing payday loans is like Satan opening halfway houses. Little thing I put on Twitter the other day. Thought it was accurate. The Mona Lisa is strangling the Louvre. This is very true. I went there. There were a million tourists with their phones in the air, and we were about three football fields away from the Mona Lisa. It was basically one pixel in size is all you could see. Um, it was the lamest thing I've ever seen. In fact, it ruined the entire Louvre experience. It was all bad. So definitely agree with this article. Ideas, trends, and analysis. How many major corporations have lost their leadership position due to a breach? This is my recent essay on how top-tier companies never seem to lose their top position in the industry due to a breach. Hand grenade attacks in Sweden are remarkably out of control, like dozens and dozens of hand grenade attacks. It's completely bonkers.
the death of the rude press, which is about how the press used to be the rudest people in the room. They would basically question everything, challenge you. And now that's kind of going away because it's becoming entertainment. And smartwatch shipments grew 42% this past year. Updates. So you want to start a blog. My recent article on all the lessons I've learned over this last 20 years of blogging and what you can do to avoid those mistakes. And after like 15 years as a BMW owner, I'm making the switch to Tesla. Super excited about this. Getting a Model 3 performance in about a month. Absolutely love the BMW brand. And I actually probably will end up coming back if they do something similar to a Tesla. But um, I'm tired of being underwhelmed by my current vehicles, like my last few vehicles. I currently have an M3. Don't like the native computer system. The sound system is underwhelming and it's really expensive. So in the Model 3 I'm moving to, I'll be getting a way faster car, simpler and more dependable computer, um, which just does what it does and it does it well. Um, migration away from the trapped sunlight fuels, you know, fossil fuels, and it'll cost me $500 less a month for this. It's completely insane. So I've driven both the Model S and the Model 3, and the 3 was a much better drive. And the sound system was extraordinary. It was evidently created by some disgruntled Bang & Olufsen engineers. And uh, it's, yeah, it's really phenomenal. So yeah, excited about this change, getting into a Tesla. And the book of the month, actually more like a month and a half, is The Age of Surveillance Capitalism for the Unsupervised Learning Book Club. Discovery. Ubiquity just came out with a combination router and access point called the Dream Machine. So in order to get into Ubiquity stuff, which is kind of a religion at this point, it's like really cool networking gear, good system management, good visualizations. Um, you had to buy quite a bit of stuff. So now they're selling a combined device. So um, that should be a way to get in if, if you want to get in. How to get your personal consumer score from the companies that are collecting it and making money off of it. This is like the Chinese social credit system, but for the U.S., um, there are basically these private companies that, you know, aggregate your purchasing and everything and basically share and sell this information with other companies so they can know, like, you know, how reputable you are, if you do too many returns, if you're fraudulent, like stuff like that. Um, and you could actually just ping them. <clears throat> this is a New York Times piece and it's got like the, the actual email so you can email them and ask to get, it's like a free of, of uh, information act request, but, <clears throat> but, um, but for the commercial world. And it's a bunch of privacy at email addresses. And uh, they, they said they don't always respond or always give you what you need, but they do sometimes. Three of the hundred falsehoods believed by CS students. One of them was um, that anyone actually cares what classes you took, <laughs> which it seems very true. <laughs> a completely hilarious article about two guys in San Francisco trying to do a dopamine fast. You actually can't tell if it's ironic or serious, and I, I guess that's the point of the piece. It's, it's quite genius. You sh should check it out. How Google won the advertising wars. Detection Lab, a Windows domain environment configured for multiple security capabilities. Version 3.3.0 of OWASP AMAS has been released. Speedtest CLI, a CLI version of the most popular bandwidth testing tool. And Shields.io, quality metadata badges. 
Recommendation for the week, a comprehensive list of mental models from FS blog. And the aphorism of the week, external things are not the problem. It's your assessment of them, which you can erase right now. External things are not the problem. It's your assessment of them, which you can erase right now. Marcus Aurelius. I believe ads are not just annoying, but that their incentive structure can malign the content creation process. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here. And they also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmiesler.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a member. I truly appreciate each of you. We'll see you next time.